Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello, I'm Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and this is the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Last week, we discussed how all human beings seek to have a purpose. And today, I'd like to talk to you about the purpose of Jesus coming to live for 33 years here on the earth. Most would say they believe that reason is for him to die on the cross for our sins. But there's actually another reason. And to fully understand that, we need to go back to the beginning, the very beginning. When God walked with man here on earth in paradise, they had an intimate relationship with one another. And like any kingdom, God organized it, gave it order, gave it rules and boundaries that were for the good of its people, and he explained to Adam and Eve how they were not to eat from the forbidden tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve did not obey, and these rules were now broken, introducing sin. And because we serve a holy God, he could not exist in that atmosphere any longer. And he needed to separate himself from humans because of sin. Now, some people might argue, why did God allow that to happen? Why didn't he prevent it? Or wasn't it forgivable so that we could go back to existing together with him in paradise? Why do we have to have all of these generations that live in a world full of sin and suffering? But in order to answer that properly, we must come to an understanding of how a kingdom operates. And because we have lived in a democracy for so many generations, and even other countries in the world that do have a king or a queen, it's just not quite how it was in biblical times. And so God orchestrated these spiritual rules that apply to all of the spiritual realm. So human beings, angels, demons, all have to operate within this spiritual uh, kingdom that God set up for our good, for our protection. And as we come to understand these rules and boundaries that he set up for us, we would know that a king, once he makes a decree, cannot take it back or change it. Even he himself as the king, it's just how the kingdom works. And so now we as humans live in a fallen world and we struggle in life. The Old Testament proves that it was very difficult to continue to live out a faith-filled life and serve their God following the commandments. We read many stories how the children of Israel strayed from their relationship with God. And part of that was because there was still this separation between man and his creator. God set up certain rules around the idea of shedding blood for the atonement of sin. So in the Old Testament, they would take their best animal, pure and spotless. This was to represent something that was the best of what someone had, their most prized possession, and to sacrifice that as a way to pay reparations for the sin that separated us from God. 
Now, although they made these sacrifices, people were still not connected to God like they were in the garden. And there were certain miracles that happened by the grace of God. There were certain prophets that would speak God's word to his people. And there were men and women of God who felt the presence of his holiness. But that wasn't true for the general public. And this ritual of sacrifice was really to prepare the hearts and minds of God's people for the Messiah, the perfect lamb. And this act of Jesus coming back to earth to leave his place in heaven, part of a triune Godhead, humbling himself to be born of the flesh, this process was so that Jesus could be the conduit of bringing the kingdom of heaven back to earth. That his blood that he shed at the cross would be atonement for sin and his resurrection brought us new life. And with this new life, we are to serve the Lord our God with passion and fervor, knowing it is the gateway to now have this full experience with God again, to tangibly feel his presence, to have an intimate relationship with him here on the earth. And Jesus did that, opening that gateway just like you would open a gate to a property that now allows people to travel freely from one place to another. This is what Jesus was establishing with his life when he came here to earth. So when John the Baptist said in Matthew chapter 3, verse 2, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, he was actually referring to Jesus. So if you are a follower of Jesus, You are a citizen of heaven right now, not just someday when you die and go there, but because you possess the full identity of Jesus, you are now a gateway for the kingdom to be present here on the earth, just like Jesus did. Psalm 24, 7 in the Passion Translation says, wake up, you living gateways, Lift up your heads, you doorways of eternity. Welcome the King of glory, for he is about to come through you. Isn't that incredible? I would invite you to have a vision of what that looks like, that it's through you. Because Jesus lives inside of you, you are a gateway. And through you, God's presence is now released into the earth just as it should be. When Jesus taught the disciples how to pray in Matthew 6, he said, Our Father, who is in heaven, blessed and hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus was consistently trying to adjust the mindset of his disciples and those that he taught with these kingdom principles. He was saying, if you want to pray like me, if you want to pray with power and authority, realize God wants the kingdom of heaven to be operating here on earth. Pray that. And then in Matthew 16, 19, Jesus says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth 
shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. There are so many things that uh, we are not operating in our full potential here on earth because we are missing these keys to the heaven. And so I would ask you right now to just hold out your hands and speak aloud and say, Jesus, I receive those keys of the kingdom of heaven and ask you to continue to unfold this revelation so that I understand how I can be that conduit, how I can bring the kingdom of heaven here to earth. And if we think about what would it look like if we actually operated that way, that we were uh, causing the things that were evil of this world to be bound up because we know they're already bound in heaven. There's no evil in heaven. There's no warfare in heaven that we would pray for the sick because there's no sick in heaven, that we would have this full faith and operate in those powerful uh, identities that God has bestowed on us. What would our lives look like here on the earth? What kind of influence would we have on those around us, both believers and unbelievers alike? So just to give you a few examples, what would it look like to bring heaven to earth? Well, first and foremost, it is to follow in the example of Jesus. How did he live his life here on the earth? What lessons of the kingdom did he teach? When I first began down this journey of having a kingdom mindset, the Lord led me through the gospel of Matthew, and I would tell you the same, because Matthew really focuses on the language that Jesus used referring to the kingdom. And you will see how often he says the kingdom is like because it is so unlike the world. In most circumstances, it's literally the opposite. The kingdom of heaven operates in a very different way than how we live our lives here on the earth. And remember, God set these principles up in the kingdom for our good and for his glory. So it would be good for us to pursue those and live those out to the best of our ability. One of those ways is to love boldly, unconditionally. Jesus loved people no matter where they were in life. When they were yet sinners is who he died for. And to forgive often, that he instructed Peter to forgive 70 times 7. And this is unlike our human nature. The world might say, well, you can forgive once, but then not again, because then they'll just hurt you or take advantage of you. So the kingdom is very different than our natural human instinct. That we're called to heal the sick. Jesus healed the sick in his time here on the earth. And if we are going to use the keys that he gave us to the kingdom of heaven, it is to have that kind of faith that people will be healed here on the earth. And then to have compassion for those who are suffering that Jesus grieved with his friends and those around him when he knew they were suffering. And then most importantly, is that we would give our life for the benefit of others, just as Jesus did for us. What an incredible privilege we have of being a gateway for God's presence to come and reside here on the earth again. So, I encourage you, to swing wide the gates of heaven today and welcome the King of Glory.
to come in and through you and watch as you fulfill your full potential in your heavenly assignment here on the earth. Join me next week as I reveal the life-changing perspective of how living two feet in the kingdom releases healing miracles in your life. Thank you so much for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where it is our vision to see all lives set free.